New Orleans native Michael Lewis authored the 2003 best-selling book Moneyball. This book told the story of Billy Bean and his successful turnaround of the Oakland Athletics baseball team using something called sabermetrics. This is a way of observing and analyzing the statistics of baseball players to such an extent that someone can accurately predict how successful a baseball player will be in their position based on the number of times a baseball player gets on base and the number of times they get a hit at the plate. As Lewis learned about the way Billy Bean used statistics to turn around his baseball team, he also applied the discipline of statistical analysis to predict certain patterns in states across the nation. He tracked the states that were growing and those that were losing population each year. What he noticed about states that were growing was a statistical prediction that tracked the way taxes were collected and administered. Before Billy Bean's statistical predictions, no one expected to build a championship baseball team by calculating statistics on each player. Yet, after it was done, it transformed baseball to such a degree that sabermetrics now rules the draft in Major League Baseball. In like manner, tax policy was often thought by economists to be irrelevant as a driving force for growth. A quick look at the numbers, however, reveals otherwise. Take, for example, Lewis's home state and my home state as well, Louisiana. Begin to talk about tax policy and you're sure to either clear a room or incite a riot. The typical thinking about taxes goes something like this. I don't want to pay more taxes and I want everyone else to pay their fair share. But what is fair? Who gets to decide what fair means? Whose standard are we going to use? Mine? Yours? And who gets to decide what is taxed? How did taxing income become an acceptable source of revenue to the government? Was it always this way? Of course not. Taxes on incomes began during the Civil War in 1862 and we've never looked back. Does the government have a right to tax the inventory of a business? What about the basic necessities of life? Who should pay taxes? Individuals? Couples? Businesses? Corporations? And should the government favor certain people over others? Should the government tax property? Services? Habits? Entertainment? To begin to think about the specifics of tax reform, some consensus about taxes must be achieved. There must be some ground rules that will guide us. What's the ultimate goal? It can't simply be some sort of political agenda that seeks to create winners and losers that grow to resent each other. The ultimate goal of tax reform is to stop spending time navigating a complex tax code and redirect financial priorities so that states like Louisiana can advance economically and become more competitive in job creation. Good tax policy is the path toward changing any state's economic landscape and placing them on sound financial footing. States should have funding sources that provide stability. The tax system is really a means to an end, and stability is critical to make any changes that will stand the test of time. A state's tax system must demonstrate sufficiency, stability, and certainty. One key goal must be that a state's revenue needs to grow with the economy. But in these volatile times, can we actually create a system that will stabilize a volatile state budget? A good tax system must be designed so that it puts more money back into the pockets of the people and sets a pro-growth agenda that will help create jobs and establishes states like Louisiana as a place where business and industry can thrive. Looking at Louisiana's current system as an example, the complexity of its tax code with its multiple brackets across many taxing streams, from income tax, to corporate tax, to corporate franchise tax, to severance tax, to inventory tax, to sales tax, to the state's 468 tax exemptions, 
is a recipe for disaster. Good tax policy is achieved through a broad tax base with low tax rates. Enrico Moretti's book, The New Geography of Jobs, is thrilling and disturbing. He states that America is changing and the ideas of stable growth over time should be the goal. We've learned there are certain areas of the country where jobs are plentiful because the government policies focused on growth and economic advancement, not more taxes. Moretti writes, quote, The magic of compound growth means that even tiny differences in growth rates can have enormous consequences for future jobs and incomes. Thus, policies that can increase growth, even marginally, are vastly more important than any short-term fix to the economy, end quote. The challenge for states like Louisiana will be to make difficult choices that will set up the state to succeed in the future. That will require courage and foresight for something beyond the next election. This is Paul Dietzel. Thanks for listening.